Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, February 16th, 2023. And here are some of today's trends in the news. And remember, the trend is your friend. And we're giving you trends research and analysis, trend forecasts, socioeconomic and geopolitical that you won't find anywhere else. And remember, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That's right. So that uh, you tell the people what's going on. You know what's going on. we got a lot of interviews coming up, a lot of guests coming up. And we really want to prepare you for what's ahead so you could prevail and prosper. Again, there's no magazine in the world that provides in-depth trends analysis and trend forecasts like the Trends Journal history before it happens. So on to the markets. Dow shed 400 points after another hot inflation report. Raises rate hike fears. Oh, wait a minute. You forgot the bullshit they were shoving down our throat? Only for about two years. There's no inflation. It's only temporary. It's only transitory. I'm Jerome Powell. I'm the Fed head. I'm the top guy in a bankster gangster. You listen to what I tell you. Facts don't mean anything. Or you're just full of shit. How come nobody's calling these clowns out? Oh, I know why. They're prostitutes. They're media whores that get paid to put out by their corporate pimps and their government whoremasters. Nobody's calling them out, except the Trends Journal. We told you the inflation was real. We said it wasn't going away. We said it wasn't temporary, transitory, or transgendatory. So, Dow shed 431 points. The S&P dipped 1.38. The NASDAQ composite fell 1.78. And uh, now there's concern that they may raise interest rates 50 basis points. That's according to comments by St. Louis Federal Reserve, James Bullard. Bullard shit. And he's advocating a 50% point rate hike at the last meeting. So if they raise them 50 basis points in March, boom, goes the economy. Crashola. Yep. And a lot goes down with it, and we'll hit all the points. And again, your new Trends Journal came out on Tuesday. Over 170 pages. Over 170 pages. No ads. No ads. No one tells us what to do. And it's only for less than $3 a week. Nothing. Nothing. And we're giving you what you can't get anywhere else. And the technocracy trends by Joe Duran. Pip. You read the BS in the Wall Street Journal today about, you know, cryptos and technology. It's nothing. Nothing. So going back, they raise interest rates. This thing's going down. Gold prices, you know, gold prices are down. They should be much higher. When the economy crashes, gold is going to go up. When they lower interest rates, gold is going to go up. So we're bullish on gold. And today, Bitcoin, you know, hit well over, you know, 24,000 and it backed off. 
And as we said, when it breaks past 25,000, it keeps going up. It has to break solidly above it, you know, and for, you know, a number of days. And oil is still in the $85 a barrel range for Brent crude. So it's still up there. What else we got? You ready? This is the kind of fucking bullshit crap that they put out there. And and save your fucking shit that, oh, yeah, you're vile. It's not, it's, it's appropriate language for the situation. When somebody tries to fuck with you, and not the way I like to be fucked with, you don't take their bullshit. UK inflation falls for third month in a row. Wall Street Journal. Today. Oh, wow. Felt third month in a row. Huh. Consumer prices in UK were 10.1% higher than a year earlier. A slower rate of inflation than 10.5 recorded in December. What the fuck are you telling me? It's down four tenths of a percent. It's over 10%. And you look at this little chart over here. It's a spike up. This is deadly. What it's doing to people. But keep buying the bullshit. Emerging market rally stalls on rate woes. Yeah, no kidding. The emerging markets are submerging. The do- they keep raising interest rates. The dollar goes up. And they got a load of debt and dollars in these emerging markets. And they're down already in terms of the economy. The markets are a fake thing. Higher rates also typically boost the dollar. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Making it more expensive for emerging markets to buy oil and goods. Yeah, no shit. Wholesale prices rose in January, more than expected inflation. Yeah. So fill it here. Now, remember, they created, what, 521,000 jobs in um, January? And you know what that is. Bullshit. Philadelphia Fed manufacturing gauge plunges unexpectedly. Unexpectedly by who? Who, who, who is unexpected? Oh, the shitheads that we only talk to that are a member of the club. Manufacturing activity in mid-Atlantic region dropped off sharply. <laughs> you got to read the whole paragraph to get to the number. The Philadelphia Federal Reserve monthly manufacturing index plunged to, quote, minus 24.3 this month from a minus 8.9 in January. It's going down. And now they raise interest rates. It goes down deep. You ready? United States is on track to add nearly $19 trillion to its national debt over the next decade. $3 trillion more than previously forecast. Congress nonpartisan budget scorekeeper now projects that U.S. economy will barely grow this year. Wait a minute. They said it's going to grow. No, because they're saying the truth over here. Not when you add in inflation. So it's dragflation. The economy's going down as interest rates go up. Now, what else do we have here? We got a lot. And it'd be in your trends journal. You ready for this? Newly enacted legislation in the past nine months will add about 1.5 trillion to cumulative deficits over the next decade, the budget office has said. More than half of that increase, ready, comes from a single law, an expansion of health care benefits for military, for military veterans 
You ready? Who are exposed to toxic burn pits. The bill passed overwhelming. Exposed to toxic burn pits. The legislation makes it easy for veterans who believe they were exposed to toxins during their service. For what? For what? To fight in illegal wars that are lost? That little Georgie Bush doesn't go to fight or his kids. That little Lindsey Graham doesn't fight. Or that arrogant guy playing senator up there in Connecticut. Blumenthal, whatever his name is, lies that he said he fought in Vietnam and he got four draft deferments and got in like the National Guard or somebody. He never left Washington, D.C. They don't go fight. And that's where our money's going. And we have to rage against the war machine. And you can do it by joining us on Sunday down in Washington, D.C., at the Lincoln Memorial, 12.30 p.m., I'll be one of the speakers, along with Ron Paul, Tulsi Gabbard, Jimmy Dore, Dennis Kucinich, Ann Wright, Scott Horton, Cynthia McKinney, and others. Rageagainstwar.com. Look what they're doing. They're killing our people. Not only in a war with all this toxic crap. Yep. All the toxic crap that they're killing us with. So subscribe to the Trends Journal and don't forget, do everything you can to support Occupy Peace. I'm going there and there is a speaker from Occupy Peace. And support the... Rage Against the War, rageagainstwar.com. See what it's all about. Tune into it. Spread the word. Okay, what else do we got here? Ah, amid persistent inflation, 54 Americans are using savings to pay for everyday expenses. Isn't that great? But more money for the war machine. Investor home purchases plunge in fourth quarter. Investor home purchases. The fucking bigs that are buying up everything that the plantation workers of Slavelandia can't afford, so the plantation workers have to rent from them. But really, when you read the numbers and you get to the very end of the article, and that's what we do, nationally, the share of home purchases made by investors remain relatively stable, Redfin found. In the fourth quarter, investors accounted for about 18%, nearly 20% of the total homes purchased nationally, only down 1% from a year ago. Could you imagine this? This never existed until the panic of 08, when those scumbag bankster bandits were given, hey, you don't have a, you don't have a job, you owe a lot of money, you're deep in debt, don't worry about it, sign over here, it's called a subprime mortgage. And then when everything crashed and people had to sell their homes, they started buying up. The Blackstones, yep, all of them, buying up, buying up, buying up. It's disgusting what's happened to this country. Home prices dropped 15% in Canada as rates squeeze buyers. That was February 15th. Now, 
New report predicts Canadian home prices could drop by 30%, but they'll still be up from below, you know, when, when they hit their high. ECB officials see rate hiking to 3.5%. This is the way they write it. This is the Financial Times. Oh, excuse me, the Wall Street Journal. Russia's invasion of Ukraine nearly a year ago sent inflation skyrocketing in the Eurozone. Fucking bullshit. Not Russia's invasion. The sanctions that the little scumbags, pricks, and I can't say any other word, put on Russia that drove up all the prices. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal and you don't read this fucking shit that they shove down your throat. Hey, I'm a Democrat. I suck down shit. I'm a repulsive kin. I buy the crap they sell me. While it declined to 8.5% in January. 8.5% inflation. And when you look at the real inflation numbers, they're much higher. In the United States, it's double according to John Williams' shadow stats. And, 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 and. We told you so. We were the only ones saying it for over two years. Office building bust. Office building bust. Now we put it as one of our top trends for 2023 for everybody to see. There it is. Office building bust. One of the biggest landlords in Los Angeles has defaulted on $777 million in loans for two skyscrapers as remote workers keep offices vacant. No shit. This is just the beginning. We are going to see a crisis in this that is unimaginable. Oh, and as interest rates go up, yeah. You got to pay more on your loans. A lot of them are variable rate loans. And all them junk bonds with the interest rates going up. Oh, yeah. All in your trends journal. You know, I mentioned about the toxic chemicals that they raised the, all that money we have to pay for the poor servicemen that got poisoned by the pricks running the show. This is the headline from the Cartoon News Network as it went on the air. Animals are reportedly dying after toxic train wreck. This is in Palestine, uh, Ohio. What does it mean for humans? Who the fuck are you talking to? What does it mean for humans? It's killing animals. It's killing living beings. Look how they're killing us. And this train wreck, it, these things keep happening. They make it in and out of the news. We have a third world rail system in this country controlled by the bigs that's rotten in front of our eyes. I'm so concerned when I see all these trains going through Kingston over here over a bridge that was built like in 1912 across the Rondout Creek and the things as these things are going over this with these deadly one container of deadly chemicals after another. 
But don't worry, we've got wars to fight and people to kill. That's where our money goes. So remember, Sunday, we got to stop the war machine. It's a rage against the war machine. I'll be there, one of the speakers. Rage against the war machine. You go to the site, rageagainstwar.com. Okay, what else we got here? Ah, Ukraine conflict will likely have no military winner. Oh, you know who says that? Top U.S. general. Top U.S. general. That guy, Mealy? Miley? What top U.S. general? You haven't won a war. What are you talking about, top? But there's the propaganda they're selling. It will be almost impossible for Russians to achieve their political objective by military means. It is unlikely that Russia is going to overrun Ukraine. It's just not going to happen. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? Anybody want to bet that Russia wins? Totally opposed to the war, as I've mentioned dozens of times. Totally understand why it happened. We wrote about it as the United States overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych in 2014. Article by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, former assistant treasury secretary under Ronald Reagan. But this is the propaganda that they're selling. Moscow's military capabilities are in question after failed battle of Ukraine city. That's the headline from the toilet paper record, the New York Times. All they keep doing week after week, day after day, is talking about Russia's failures. They're not failing. They control over 20% of the country. Sirens are going off all over Ukraine. Can you imagine every day in your life, sirens going off in hiding? Depending on whose numbers you look at, up to 70% of their infrastructure, water, and, and, and power has been destroyed, the Ukrainians, and they have Russia's losing. This is, this, is, this is not journalism. The Trends Journal is. A disastrous Russian assault on Vuleda, V-U-H-L-E-D-A-R, I never heard of it, viewed as an opening move an expected spring offensive. What expected spring offensive? It's fucking February. They did this in January. And when you go back, mealy mouth over there and the rest said there wasn't going to be any movement and that Russia was going to hold fast during the winter. But this is the propaganda they keep putting out. Has renewed doubts about Moscow's ability to sustain a large-scale ground assault. Oh, yeah, who says so? A Moscow, as Moscow steps up its offensive in eastern Ukraine, weeks of failed attacks on a Ukraine stronghold have left two Russian brigades in tatters, raised questions about Russia's military tactics, and renewed doubts about its ability to maintain, sustain large-scale ground assaults. Says who? Viewed by who? They don't say. That's total propaganda. Then you read all the way down, and another arrogant guy, Britain's Defense Secretary, Ben Wallace, told BBC that, quote, 97% of Russia's army in Ukraine, that 97% of the Russian army is in Ukraine. How does he know this? And this is who they quote. 
But as has happened in previous Russian offenses, including one in November, quote, the enemy suffered critical losses. Who said this? Oh, a spokesman for the Ukrainian military forces. This is not journalism. This is pure fucking bullshit. Yep. And speaking of bullshit, you're hardly covering Seymour Hersh's article that the United States is responsible for blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. And he's saying it was a sabotage and this is an enormous story. And the Trends Journal spoke with Hirsch earlier today. And he told us there's been zero interest in his reporting by the mainstream media. Zero. And remember, when they blew up this pipeline, that's when Russia escalated its war against Ukraine. The Washington Post, New York Times, CNN, he said nothing. Tucker Carlson reached out to him, but that was it. And again, these are the same news outlets that keep showing the comedian that played the piano with his dick as he played president of Ukraine on a sitcom that became the president of Ukraine. Zelensky, he's in, the, he's in all the award shows everywhere, everywhere, but not a, nothing about... Seymour Hirsch. Nope. And Hirsch said that sonar that was used to detonate the bombs attacked by the pipelines, you know what company made them? You guessed it. The company that our Secretary of Defense sat on the board of directors, Raytheon. So, you're going to be able to read more about our interview with Seymour Hirsch in the Trends Journal, and we're trying to arrange to have a podcast with him. So just visit trendsjournal.com and sign up and subscribe on the subscribe page so you get the alerts when we're going to be doing this. And there's no other news outlet in the world that produces what we do every week. Nothing. Nothing. And uh, again, as I keep saying, the more subscribers we, we have, the more we can do. I never worked harder in my life to give the best that we can. And we are. You, you read the comments on the YouTube, the people that subscribe to it. They can't believe how great it is. Again, for less than $3 a week. The toilet paper record costs, on average, what, about $4 a day? The crap. Okay, what else do we have? Chinese President Xi... Uh, welcomes his Iranian counterpart first visit in 20 years. So now you have China, Iran, and Russia allying. So who's going to win a war between China, Russia, and Iran first? NATO, Israel, and the United States. Place your bets. You know what my bet is? The end of life on Earth. Half of Americans in a recent survey, indicated they believe national news organizations intend to mislead, misinform, or persuade the public to adopt a particular point of view through their reporting. Oh, this is a Gallup poll in the Knight Foundation. 
oh, wait a minute. 50% of the people say mislead with misinformation. Oh, you mean misinformation? It's okay for them to put out misinformation. They're not banned on Google. The government doesn't go after them because it's the misinformation that they want to keep publishing. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. We don't do that. We have no advertisers. We're beholden to no one. Only you. And mostly our heart. That's number one. Our heart and soul. They're not. They're soulless. You ready? Asked whether they agreed with the statement that national news organizations do not intend to mislead. 50% said they disagreed. Only 25 agreed. Yeah, 25, that's stupid. Quote, Americans don't seem to think that national news organizations care about overall impact of their reporting on society, said John Sands, Knight's Senior Director for Media and Democracy. Knight and Gallup found Democrats trust news more than Republicans. Over the past five years, the level of distrust has particularly spiked among independents. Duh. Can't figure it out. Independents, people that think for themselves, aren't stupid little shitheads that put themselves in a political box of crap. Who's your favorite political box of crap shit? Lindsey Graham? Blumenthal? Adam Shit? No, no, I like uh, Chucky Schumer. No, no, no. I like uh, Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell. Now there's a brilliant looking piece of shit that I look up to. Independence, independent thinking. And that's why I keep saying we need a new third party. Yep. Independence. Overall, 55% of the respondents said it was a great deal of political bias coverage. There you got it. So that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. Go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. And again, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And if you don't subscribe to the Trends Journal already, please do. Again, we're giving you everything we can. And uh, pop goes the weasel. And that's what we said, right? And now the Biden administration admitted today it was a weather balloon. Yep. As we said it was. Thanks for tuning in. Remember the judge. Check it out. We put it up yesterday. Slenty and the judge. And don't forget, I want to see you in D.C. on Sunday, 1230 p.m. Rage Against the War Machine. Be there if you're an American patriot that wants to live for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Because if we don't stop this, we're going to die in war. Thanks for tuning in. At the Trans Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and it can change how you look at the world. Over the last 30 years, Joe Solante has been more accurate about predicting what would be happening than anyone else I'm aware of. 
The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. Been a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years. I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you are absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop and if it drops below 3035, then it could really drop. Um, Gerald Salente is, I tell people all the time, listen, I can't control the news, but you've got to know so that you can make good decisions for your life and for your family and for your money. And I know you're the guy to give it to them. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200 page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salente, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at trendsjournal.com.